0: joining us as we hear an anointed word from Treasure Coast Victory Center. All right, so 2 Corinthians 3, 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation from bondage and freedom. And all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the Word of God, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image and ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. I want you to really focus on from one degree of glory to another. How many of you in here want to go to the next level of glory? Yeah, amen. amen. We all should be raising our hands. We all want to go Deeper with the Lord. Since the beginning of the year, he's been speaking to me about levels for me personally, as far as going to another level, the anointing in my life, going to another level, the way I am with people, another level, the way I love another level, just going deeper into him. And, and when, I, when I was asked to minister, the first thing I was thinking of was, okay, Lord, this is what you're giving me is to talk about levels. And the Lord always wants me to give a, a word that's in season, Not one that's going to make you clap and be excited and run out of here so like, oh, I'm so good. That's so great. And then nothing changes. It's about time for us to not just, and and that's great. I love you to clap. I love you to be excited and stirred up. But it's time for you to take all that with you and use it. You know what I'm saying? Not just we excited in church and then we got to wait till we come back in the church to get excited again to even reveal the light of the glory in us to other people. Please don't get quiet on me already. It's just 7.50. I'm at 750 glory, but come on. I do want to get you stirred up because that's God. That's how good he is. He want to get you stirred up to get you ready to go, go out these four walls of the church and face whatever you have to face. Right? So in order for you to go to that next level, you got to grow. We, we have to grow. You got to change your mindset. You got to elevate your thinking. You got to make a decision to just say, I'm going to let go everything that's in me that's not profitable. I want to let go everything in me that's not of God. All that stuff that is unprofitable in you has got to go. And it starts today. And I'm talking to myself, all of us. There's some things in us that just has to go. That's not representing the father. The fear's got to go. The insecurity's got to go. The double-mindedness has to go. The the voices that we listen to that's not of God, that doesn't line up to the word of God, has to go. The people who are trying to bring the crazy out of you has to go. (laughs) Amen. Like, like, amen. Amen. Oh, okay. You just got to do some prayer and fasting if you're married to them. (laughs) Believe there's going to be change. Hallelujah. There's change. I got to switch this again. Sorry whatever that's taking up the space inside of you, that's not make, that's not bearing any fruit has to go. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you for you to grow and go to that next level, that stuff has to go. It just has to, you can't be the same way you were even when you walked up in here. It's a whole different level of something so completely different and new that God wants to do in you. And is it going to be uncomfortable? It sure is. But you got to do it because I'm telling you what he has in store for you is so much greater that you haven't even imagined yet. You haven't even dared to dream it because you got some fear in there. But I'm here to tell you today that is going to be so big. It's going to blow your mind. You won't even believe it. You're just going to start walking into it. What the Lord showed me the other day is my dog always follows my husband, like right on the heel. Like you can't even get away. He's right there on the heel. And the Lord showed me that's how the blessings is like chasing us down. It's like my dog is when he's on the heel. It's right on the heel. You're right on the verge of something that's gonna happen great, but you gotta keep walking and standing and being strong and being firm and rooted in the word of God and what it says. Because it's not just gonna come to you by circumstance, like, oh, that's so easy. Like for people who want to get married and stuff, want to say, I want the Lord just to drop my husband or wife down. That's not gonna happen. You gotta put in some work. Look nice. (laughs) Smell good. (laughs) You gotta look nice. When I was courting Ben and trying to get Ben, honey, I had my makeup on all the time. <laughs> I was looking cute all the time. Wanted to be so like, just wonderful. <laughs> you, That's how we are with the Lord at first, right? You're like, oh, I love you, Jesus, so much. Oh, I can't do without you. I got to get in your word. And then once you start dating, it eases off. Guess i would talk to you, Lord, in two days. You know, I'm with Ben. Like, I guess I'm not wearing that eyeliner today. No, you're going to see me today without lipstick. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm not going to even do my hair. It start getting like that, right? But no, you got to still have that passion every day. You still got to build that relationship and put that work in every day. And you got to say, oh, Lord, I'm just so desperate and hungry for you. I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to take that extra step towards you because you're so good. You always are so good. Come on, people. And let me tell you right off the back: there's nothing that you can do to make him not love you. There's nothing you can do to ha- have him keep his very best from you. I love my girl so much. I would do anything in my power to help them. Whatever they need to do, whatever they need to achieve, I'm there for them. And But we got a daddy God who does a thousand million times even better than that, who wants to give his kids good gifts. If you just open your mouth and open up your hands and take the gift, it's like I have this box right here. I'm like, Khalil, you want this box? If he's sitting there, then you don't get it. I'm going to give it to somebody that has their hands out, who's going to take that gift that it's already there. It's already there. So I'm telling you right now, get your mind back in the game, people of God. You have not struck out. You didn't fumble the ball on the five-yard line and lose the game. You are on the winning team, People of God, you are on the winning team. Whatever the devil is trying to put towards you, he's already defeated foe. He didn't even win, and he knows it. But when are you going to take that stand and say, you know what, I, I know that already. You've tried that with me before, and it's not working. you got to get up and start saying, you know what, you know who I am, and use that authority, and, and tell him to get the heck out of your house, get the heck out of your mind. That is take, that's not taking up space anymore. That's unprofitable. And you got to be profitable in the things of God. Let's go to first John. When y'all start getting y'all socks blessed off and things start happening, please come and tell me. Please get up and give a testimony about it. First John 2 20 but you have been anointed by, you hold a sacred appointment from, you have been given an unction from, the Holy One. And you all know the truth, or you know all things. I'm skipping to verse 27. But as for you, the anointing, say the anointing. Yes. The sacred appointment, the unction, which you receive from him abides permanently in you. So then you have no need that anyone should instruct you. But just as his anointing teaches you concerning everything and is true and is no falsehood. So you must abide in, live in, never depart from him, being rooted in him, knit to him, just as his anointing has taught you to do. You are going to another level, people of God, in your anointing. And as it says, it's not a temporary anointing. It said it permanently sits on you. It permanently rests in you permanently. God has placed something so big on the inside of you. It rests there. It demands attention. It's just waiting for you to release it. Some people forget they have an anointing. They're not using it. They ignore it. They act like nothing's going on inside of them at all. But there's something that's in there that's ready to explode. Is ready to explode when you were created in the womb, fearfully and wonderfully made by our Father. He said, You know what? I'm going to send them to earth. And He didn't send you to earth to just be some entertainment. He didn't send you to earth just to live day by day and to go in, like Pastor has mentioned before, you brush your teeth in the mirror and you go to work and you come back home. He is calling you to live powerful, anointed lives. You can't just continue to be mediocre believers. It's at the point when people mention Christian, they give no respect. Because we don't respect at times what's on the inside of us. We don't respect how God has been in our lives. We don't even respect and honor it at times. But you have an anointing people of God. And it's one not to just get by, but it's to help you fulfill your purpose. It's one to help you fulfill the call that's on your life. You have a destiny that only you can do. I can't do what Pastor Tom can do and he can't do what I'm called to do. We all have to fulfill our all call and purpose. When I go see Jesus, he's not going to say, well, how were you with Pastor Tom? Did you you figure that out? He's going to say, no, did you do what I called you to do? Did you stand when it got tough? Did you trust me and believe me? I'm telling you, you have an anointing that destroys jokes. You have an anointing that when you're in your feelings, you need to use that thing. When your kids are acting funny, you better use that anointing. You better use that anointing to say, not today, devil. You better back up out of my family. You better use that anointing in your life when you feel pain in your body. You better use it. Because if you don't use it, it'll act like you just lost it. But I can't use your anointing to help you fight your thing. You've got to use your own anointing to fight. Yeah, I'm going to cover you and I'm going to pray. And I'm going to say, let's go. Let's do this doggone thing. But you've got to make a decision yourself to say, you know what? I'm standing right here. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper, devil. Not, not today. Not anymore. Because we make a decision to say, you know what? I got to go for you. I got to praise you. I got to just go after you. That's all I know. You've been there so much for me. You've come around time and time. You continue to show your faithfulness and your goodness that I don't care what takes place next. You are God and I know that you are there for me. You're going to continue to be there for me. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 27 says the anointing teaches you everything and it's true and there's no falsehood in it. So when you need some direction on a thing, what are you supposed to do? Use your anointing. Say my anointing is going to the next level. And let me tell you, some of you may not even be ready. You may not be ready for what's about to take place because you know what? It's not going to look the way you want it to look. I'm going to say that again, it's not going to look the way you want it to look. Look past that. I'm going to tell you, there's going to be some times, and I see it, where the anointing is going to be so heavy and thick in here, we're not going to even be able to sit in our chairs. It's going to be so heavy and thick that when we lay hands on people, it's not going to be the falling right down. You're going to see them somehow transport way back some couple of rows. Are we ready for that? Are we ready for you, the ones who've never had the joy ever in your life, to receive the joy so hard you're going to laugh so much you won't even contain it? Some of you need to even pray for the joy right now to receive it, to shake off whatever it is that you're dealing with. But we're talking about the anointing so thick that people walk through the door and demons start manifesting. And not just manifest, but get delivered. We're talking about the anointing that's so thick that people walk in limping and all of a sudden they're, finished, they're finishing from the back up front and they're walking regular like what just happened. That's the anointing we are talking about going to the next level. And how many is ready to do that? Really ready to do that. That's not going to be scared and fall back and say, no, this is too much. I'm not used to this. God is saying, get out of your comfort zone. Be expecting some things that's going to take place. That's going to blow your mind that you can, you won't even be able to talk to people about or explain it to them because God is saying, I'm doing it. You're only going to say that was only God. You won't even be able to explain it. Are we ready for that? Are you ready to be used like that? Are you ready to step out and say, okay, this is uncomfortable for me, but Father, I'm doing it anyway because you're so good. I know you've got some plans for me. I know this is going to bust wide open. This is going to be start. You can be the one that start revival. Don't have to wait till we go to another place. You can be the one that start revival. Come on. It's going to be so thick the atmosphere is going to change. You're going to walk in and tell the atmosphere is different. And sometimes we need you. We need you to come and participate, not just be an onlooker, just looking. You need to start participating with the anointing and what God wants to do. Come on, it's sometimes going to the next level. It means you may do something you don't want to do. It may mean that you got some character issues that God is dealing with. That's your your next level. Jesus. Maybe some integrity issues. Because some people think, my next level is going to be ministry. No, your next level is dealing with you up in here. That's none of my business. I'ma drink water. My tea. Jesus. <laughs> Woo. Some of you gonna to have to tell God yes when you've been telling him no. That's gonna be the next level. Time for you to expand your borders, people of God. It's time for you to expand what it, what He has for you. It's time for you to open up and say okay, okay, right. Now let me tell you, going to the next level I means you you're not skipping skips. You're not you're not doing skips. You're not like, whoo, I'm coming in. Yeah, God called me to preach. Hallelujah. I'm going to be a pastor right away. No, honey. Sit up in here and wait. Get in the word a little bit, hunty. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. When you're in the third grade, you're not jumping to high school. It won't be good for you. That's why they don't do that. It's not good for you. Okay? You may be in the third grade and you're so smart. They go, maybe you go to fourth grade or fifth grade. But even when you go there, you got to learn the fourth and fifth grade stuff. You know what I'm saying? A baby shouldn't come out of the womb walking. A baby got to do steps to get there, right? Baby Benny, no, you're not coming out walking. (laughs) Lou, we were just talking Sunday, and Lou said how one of her daughters skipped crawling, right? And went right to walking. Well, when she fell down after walking, she didn't know how to crawl to get out of her where she was dealing with. So you have to learn the step of crawling and then walking, right? You got to learn those steps, and some, of these, and some people in the church want to be leaders without even knowing how to serve. You can't even serve long. You can't even serve under a ministry. And then when you get offended or mad because they're trying to teach you something and learn and love on you, you go somewhere else. So even people who want to be, learn how to serve. Huh? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Laura, I thought you told me to say, okay. <laughs> I thank the Lord. <laughs> Jesus, what is it? Is it time yet? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't care how you're looking right now. Responding. It's okay. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God. I thank God for the levels he's taken me. I talk about myself. He's taken me from a level of just being a children's minister, which is great. That's a tough. That's tough work. And then transfer me all to now helping the pastor especially when it comes to preaching. I talk about that with levels in preaching from the first time I was asked from, from the first time I felt that I was called to do it. And when people were telling me that you're called and I was getting confirmation about preaching, but I tell you when it was time for me to do it, it was hard, man. I was uncomfortable. I was scared. I was nervous. I was like, are people going to receive from me? First off, you know, you start the devil start really taking to the verses where it says women in ministry. So you're like, I don't know. Pastor Tom got that right. If you know, but it's like the enemy would do that to start getting you to think maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I'm not called to do this. I, I mean, every little thing that the enemy was was get to me is like, I didn't like my voice. I'm like, I'm using the wrong verbiage instead of no more devil. It was like no mo devil. You know, You just <laughs> 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 the southern was coming out, the southern black. I don't know. It was just I'm like, this is not working. I almost committed ministry suicide when I went to pastor and said, I'm no longer, li- I'm no longer preaching ever because I listened to myself on the CD. He was like, why'd you do that? <laughs> I had to learn that. Oh my goodness. Really? I, to this day, I still cannot listen to myself and that's fine. But, but pastor taught me and I learned that there's a difference when you're in the anointing preaching that I'm not, I'm just sitting here listening going, why did I say that? Oh my goodness. You know, it's just, it's just too much but the enemy wanted me to commit suicide when it came to my ministry with that, because I was like, I can't, I sound a mess. This looks funny. People did that. It was just on and on and on. But I had to say, you know what? I can't listen to you devil. I had to make a decision to say, you know what? I'm not going to give up. If God has called me to do this, I'm going to keep going and going and doing this over and over. So I thank God the times that I was nervous. I thank God the times that I felt so uncomfortable to do it, I thank God that when I was scared, I still got up. Because you know what? He taught me that they, I, He taught me that I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. He taught me that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. He taught me that greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. He taught me that that I can continue to go forward and be strong. And He taught me and continue to show me how my anointing is. And it keeps going and going and deeper if I trust Him. Those are the times that taught me some things in ministry. It taught me how to go to next levels. It taught me to trust him. It taught me to have a passion for what he's called me to do. And I had to feel those things. So how many can say, thank God that you closed the door. Thank God that it didn't work out. Because he's the one that's orchestrating everything. Because I trust you in the times when it didn't work out. I trust you in the times when you did shut the door. Thank you, Jesus. And let me tell you something, too, with the next level. I haven't even preached my best sermon yet. I haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg of what he's called me to do. I haven't even started. I'm just beginning. How many are going to say that you're just beginning in your anointing? You haven't even seen my best version. I haven't even seen your best version of what God has called you to do. I'm looking to see the best versions. I call the best versions out of you right now in Jesus name. I'll call forth an anointing that you didn't even think you had in Jesus name that is stirring up with stir so hard in you that you can't even contain it. And you're going to wonder why I say that to that person, because God is having you to do that. It's time for you to step out, people of God. It's time for you to make a decision to say, you know what? It's all about you. It's not about me. I'm not going to be selfish anymore. I'm just going to trust you, God, and everything that you have for me. Thank you, Jesus. You're not gonna continue to be complacent, church gore. You're not gonna be one that say, I'm just a member of TCVC. You're gonna say, I'm an anointed vessel of the most high God who has anointed me and empowered me to walk in kingdom authority and power. Yes. That's right. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Participate with God. Be a kingdom agent. Woo! y'all getting me stirred up. Jesus. Thank you, that song, Holy Ghost Fire, I'm telling you, it's thick. It's still carried on from Sunday, and that's how it should be. It just continues to stay. We prayed for something new, just newness, Father, just a fresh wind of your Holy Ghost, and it happened, and it's staying, and this is why he's saying the levels are changing. You're either going to grow and come along, or you're going to get left behind. I love all of y'all, but I'm telling you, I'm not stand behind for you. I love you, but I'm not staying behind. I got to continue to go forward in what he has for me, regardless of who says something, regardless who don't agree, regardless who comes to me and try to say something that's, that's contrary to what the word says about me, regardless if they say this is how you used to be, but you're no longer like that. Thank you, Lord. Numbers. Let's go to numbers. I'm going to go to the Old Testament for a little bit. 23. Glory to God. I'm getting hot. Absolutely, absolutely. Mhm. Twenty three, nineteen. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Numbers twenty three, nineteen. God is not a man that he should tell or act a lie. Woo. Neither the son of man that he should feel repentance or compunction for what he. This words is getting blurry. Oh my gosh. Okay. For he has promised. (laughs) Has he said, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Verse 20 says, You see, I have received his command to bless Israel. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse or qualify it. The word says right there, he cannot lie. Now, sometimes us as parents, We can lie to the kids. You want to know about Santa? Want to know about two fairy? God can't even open his mouth without telling the truth. He says it in truth. It just produces. He cannot lie. He won't lie. He's not lying about the word he said about you. Huh? Everything he speaks come to pass. And I tell you, if he said it and spoke it over you, it is going to come to pass. You cannot, there is nothing Nothing that can wage war against the word of God. Absolutely nothing. No feeling, no demon, no devil, no lie. Nothing can go against the word of God that he's spoken over you. His promises are yes and amen. So whatever you are thinking and believing, that's on you. But he is saying it is yes and amen. And I spoke it. Therefore, I said it. Therefore, it is done. So I ask you, what has he spoken over you? What have you forgotten about? Hmm? What you set down because you're fearful of it. What dream, what dream you feel that God can't fulfill? Because I'ma tell you something. Sometimes when we're praying and we get answers to our prayers, it doesn't look the way we wanted it to look. It looks like we didn't get an answer to our prayer. It looks like God wasn't listening, being real, right? It looks like he's not listening, but I can tell you, God knows what is best. He sees the future. He sees the end from the beginning because he is alpha and Omega. We can't outthink Him like that. We can't sit there and always try to figure it out. But what we can do is trust Him in it anyway even when it looks different. Because I'm going to tell you, it's easy. It's very, very easy to slip into disappointment and despair. It's easy to do that. But you have to make a decision to praise him anyhow. Because remember, everything else that he has brought you through, you have to remember that. I was praying uh, for a position at my last job. And, and I was thinking, yeah, I got this job. I know I got it. Everyone in my job is coming to me. You got that position. You just don't have the title or the money yet. Oh, we all see it's you. I have patients coming in saying, aren't you the so-and-so? And I'm like, no, <laughs> smiling. <laughs> not yet. No, not yet. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. But I'm believing God for this position. And what happened? I didn't get the position at all. And I guess one of the qualifications was I wasn't one of the doctor's wives. Okay. However, right? However, I'm like, I know doggone well I'm more qualified. I know I know this job. And here I am going to work, teaching her the position that she got. Now, how many know how hard that is? Right? Right? But the fact is, as I still was thanking God, it was hard to go in there and deal with it. And you sense it. You sense the atmosphere of So I had to go in every day, it seemed like, and break stuff in the spirit because I'm like, this is rough. And the way she was acting. And then I have to go and everyone else around you seeing, ha, 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 you didn't get it. Whatever. You know what I mean? But that taught something in me. There were some things in me that God still had to get out of me because I had to sit there and deal with her with my character. And still represent Christ by smiling and blessing her when things happen, pray, because they know they come to you. But I had to trust God and go, Okay, you must have something better. You must know something else is coming up, because I don't understand how this can get slammed smack right in my face when I was thinking this is my job. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. Did God tell me it's my job? No. Come on, somebody. How many of you praying and thinking something? God never said it. He never said this was your job. This is me and my emotions. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to get this job. Hallelujah. gonna get better pay. Everything. God's like, I never gave you that job. I never said it. So that checked me in my spirit. But then as I waited and waited and kept training her and going in there, just smiling. Yes, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Something else opened up. I got another position that I wasn't even looking for. At all. They came hunting me down to look for me to get me in one of the best jobs I've had in a long time. One of the best ones. Best pay, different type of days off. A wonderful, believing boss that when I went in for the interview, she had worship music playing. I'm like, what? See, you can't outdo God. You can't outgive God when He has something for you. But you're so mad in the season you're in now that you can't even look forward to what He has for you. That's going to be so much better that it'll show bless your socks off. You just sitting there like, I can only give you glory, God, because you're the only one that can do this i can't do it myself there's so much more coming from you i'm not going to let my sister go down you're still going to go forward and do the call that's on your life and i'm going to be there to help you god cannot have my sister i rebuke him and bind him right now in jesus name for you will fulfill the call we got to trust god in the seasons that we are in to go to the next level the seasons that are tough for us because he's doing things in our character and our integrity so that we can fulfill all that he has for us. Is it tough? Yes. But ain't he faithful? He's so faithful. He's so good. That you got to make a decision to go, enough is enough. I'm not going to keep going back and looking back how I defeated this already. I already been through this and beat this. Why am I dealing with this again? Because you didn't go forward and do it all that he had for you. You still got some junk in there that needs to come out. Thank you, Jesus. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Jesus, I love my job right now, too. I mean, sheesh! I never complain with my husband anymore. I'm like, but you know how hard it was to train her today. You don't know what? Come on, Jesus, let's go. <laughs> okay, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you again. What are you praying for? What are you believing for this next level? Hmm? What are you believing for? If he's saying he is not a man that should lie, he is a man that should not lie. Hallelujah. He's the one that put the ocean in motion. That's how good he is. He the one that put the sun and the moon in the the sky and it has not fallen. Glory. He's the one that put flight in birds. This is our God. He's the one that put swim in the fish and put the roar in the mouth of a lion. He's the same God that's there for you, not going to leave you nor forsake you. He's the same God that says, I am, I am. He is whatever you need him to be. Everything. He comes to you and be that the time of present at present help. He's your present help in the time of need. Everything you need. That's why he says, I am the great. I am. I am. I am the healer. I am the deliverer. I am the provider. I am your redeemer. I am your strong tower. Whatever it is you need him to be, let him be it for you. Don't look at men or women to be that. Let God be that. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. So whatever it is, you got to praise him like it's already done whatever you're praying for you got to praise him like it's already done you got to say thank you father that you have given restoration to my family you have to say thank you father that you have redeemed this time thank you father that you have healed my body thank you father that my money may be funny right now but you are my provider you said you give you bless us you give us you give seed to the sower thank you father i'm gonna bless other people like i haven't even thought of because that's the kind of god we serve you need to start praising him like it is already done Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I praise you that generational curses are broken right now, too, in Jesus' name. And we call for generational blessings. Because sometimes we sow on the generational curses, we forget the blessings. But you know what? I thank you, Father, for the generational blessings. I call for the things my great, 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 great grandmother and grandfather had that hasn't come to me yet. And I call it forth right now in Jesus' name. And I do the same for you. Thank you, Jesus. We got to continue to go to that next level. Another level in faith. Another level in praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the breakthrough, the breakthrough, the true manifestations of breakthroughs that has taken place. Come on, somebody. Ceilings is about to bust wide open, huh? Doors that have been shut and locked in your face is about to swing wide open. God said He's giving you the key to put that thing in the lock and open it up. It's coming to you, people of God. Floodgates are opening to you. Thank you, Lord. Telling you, opportunities want to chase you down. Like I set my dog on the hill. It's chasing you down. All right, I'm almost done. First Chronicles. Hallelujah. First Chronicles 17, verses 22 to 24. You made your people, Israel, your own forever, and you, Lord, became their God. Therefore now, Lord, let the word which you have spoken concerning your servant and his house be established forever and do as you have said. Let it be established and let your name and the character that name denotes. Hallelujah. The character that your name denotes. When you say the name of Jesus, what character comes with it? The name of Jesus that makes dem- demons tremble. The name of Jesus that gives darkness to flight. The name of Jesus that breaks off shackles. The name of Jesus that you can scream when you scream nothing else. The name of Jesus. The character in the name. Know the character in the name. Know the name. Hallelujah. The character that the name denotes be magnified forever saying the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel is Israel's God and the house of David, your servant will be established before you. God is saying what he has for you. He needs you to be established. What exactly is that being set, being fixed, being settled, being unshakable. Cause aren't you tired of going back and forth? Aren't you tired of going in the same circles? If I'm saying we're going to levels, we're going to level. We're going up. We're going up to levels. We're not going in circles and keep repeating the same thing in the same cycles. No, we don't repeat cycles. We go up from one level of glory to another. We rise up. No longer being unshakable. We're going to be stable. Tired of, aren't you tired of just going back and forth to the foolishness? The stupidity? Allowing the same people to take you there? When it's not even the people, it's us, but we allow people to go like, oh, I know she didn't do that again. Don't even allow it to do because that's the devil trying to get you distracted off of what he has, what God has for you. He's so snot. I can tell you when I drive and someone just cuts me off. I'm like, oh, father, I just blessed him right now. Before I want to bless him with the bird. You want to bless him with the word. <laughs> I bless you with the word. You cut me off. Glory. <laughs> Come on. We're not going to continue to deal with the same junk over and over, over and over. No. So if he's saying he's taking us to the next level, then that's what he's doing. Huh? He's doing that. So let's just level up together. Let's grow up together. Let's go higher together. Us together with the father getting desperate and so hungry that that's all we want to think about and do. Like, remember your first love when you first fell in love with him. Remember that to go even deeper. Because some of you guys need to go back to that level for a minute to when you first fell in love with him. And don't treat him like an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. Huh? I'm sorry, PT. So, <laughs> I love y'all. Okay, so we just going to end with some decorations then. How about that? Because you're no longer going to listen to the enemy just a few decorations. We ready? I choose choose to receive all all that God has for me. I choose to grow grow. and not be stagnant. stagnant. I will fulfill my call call. and my purpose. purpose. I will not be a stagnant church goer. I will walk in fire fire. and authority authority. In in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you. I love y'all. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more from Treasure Coast Victory Center, visit us at mytcbc.com.